Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Welcome to Whatever It Takes podcast about Degrassi, the next gen. Oh no, Degrassi, next class. I did it. Kelsey. It's still a next generation. And the we're next. Still, it's the next, next. The next, next. Also, did you hear me self scold myself with my Kelsey? <laughs> but yes, Degrassi, next class is what we're discussing specifically. Season one, episode six. Hashtag not all men. Oh boy. Oh boy, indeed. <laughs> Kelsey, will you please read us the Netflix summary that's on the wiki? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Feeling unaccepted by her mom, Zoe searches for her dad. The gamer club lands in hot water over misogyny. Frankie wonders if she's self-absorbed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Um, these are so boring now. I know. They're not fun. <laughs> um, hashtag not all men. We deal with some misogyny in yes, the gamer do. club. Yes, we do. I guess also fucking David Sutcliffe. <laughs> Hashtag not all men and give Zoe some good advice. Some good non father fatherly <laughs> advice. What the fuck is David Sutcliffe doing here? I am so confused. I forgot that someone like told us that this was gonna happen. That he was I gonna be a guest on the show. Uh, it, like all of the bells rang as soon as they they were like David Sutcliffe, and I was like, what? <laughs> but I didn't know it was gonna be like this. It was weird. It was so weird. It was, it was so random. Weird. And like maybe only because of the weird Netflix connection. Yeah. Oh, it's so I weird. Think so. I'm willing to bet that it's only because they're both on Netflix. Yeah. God. Yeah. Like this. Although this wasn't even like this was like two years after it had been on Netflix. Because I remember. But was it when they did like the reboot on Netflix? Oh, maybe it was. The, no, the reboot happened. Like. Maybe, like, the reboot had already been announced, but it definitely wasn't out yet. Because So this all dropped in January in 2016, and I know the reboot came out, like, November of 2016. Because I remember I was in London. Oh, okay. So maybe they were, like, filming the reboot or, like, getting ready to film the reboot or something. Yeah, like it had been announced. Yeah, but it was, like, pre-pre-pre-pre-promo for this (laughs) reboot thing. (laughs) Of course, David Sutcliffe. Was David Sutcliffe in the reboot? Yeah. God, I don't remember. That was like a fever dream. It was only four episodes, and I barely remember any of it. <laughs> well, each episode was like an hour and a half long, so. Yeah, and it it, everyone was insufferable, so wow. except for Emily. But that's kind of how it always goes. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. Justice for Lane Kim. Ah, seriously. She was barely in that. And also, they just like, ugh. Justice for her in the original series, too. Also, um, the woman who plays her, uh, Keiko Agena, I think is how you pronounce her name. But she is on Prodigal Son, which is my new favorite terrible TV show. I don't even know what that is. It's like a, it's a serial killer drama thing. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's, it's really on brand for me. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll recommend that. I haven't it sounds familiar. anything to recommend. I'll recommend that. I later. also have a serial killer thing to recommend at the end of oh, this. Nice. So... On brand. Um, anyway, I guess we can just jump in. Also, I did not take, like, any fashion notes, so... I took three. Let's want to get them over with. My sure. first one is Jonah's dumb hair. 
Uh, Frankie's black overalls and white top are good. And so are her gladiator sandals. She wears the same outfit this entire episode. <laughs> I th- think this entire episode takes place over the course of one day, which is probably why we don't have fashion notes. Yeah. David Sutcliffe's bowler hat, <laughs> which uh, was part of a costume, clearly. That's literally all I have. I, I think I also noted the overalls. Uh, Miles his only redeeming quality is a shirt that he wears that has the the collar and the like short sleeve cuffs are like a different pattern than the rest of the shirt he it's wears a good those look. a lot he's the worst but this is a good look yeah. oh also uh vj wears a triangle shirt that i enjoyed <laughs> nice all right um more use the episode opens with more esports that i don't care about nope. They're going to regionals, but they, like, barely won the fucking thing they were doing. Their equipment is bad. And they're worried about the competition because their computers suck, I guess. And that's pretty much it. And I'll find a way. And then I was like, oh, is he going to ask his dad to throw money at it? But apparently he's, like, too proud for that. So that didn't actually end up happening. Yeah, I guess so. Um... Then we're with Zoe and Grace, who, like, carpooled at school, apparently. And they're texting each other in the backseat, which I enjoyed. Yeah, while sitting immediately next to each other. (laughs) And Zoe's mom is still horrible and, like, asks Zoe to hang back for a second, like, as she's dropping them off. And she's like, Grace totally has, like, she, that girl has a crush on you. Like, you should stay away from her. Like, and is being all homophobic about it. She's like, you don't want people to think you're gay. Yeah. And Zoe's so like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Poor Zoe. Yeah. Because apparently her mom is very Catholic. Which is new. Which to is me. new information. Yeah. <laughs> but also, she maybe had an affair with David Sutcliffe at one point when she was an extra on Get More Girls. So it sounds like she's really picking and choosing, which kind of sounds very Catholic in I was gonna say, my experience. About right. But yeah. <laughs> um. But then Jonah, his name is Jonah, right? I yeah. always second guess it. I'm it's like, is Jonah. it Jonas? No, it's Jonah. It's Jonah. <laughs> like the whale. Okay. <laughs> or and the, I don't know. Um, the- he, he's handing out pamphlets for like a teen addiction center that has social activities that he volunteers at. Yeah. And he's trying to get other people to volunteer. And then he starts shaming Frankie into volunteering. It's really a great way to get people to volunteer. And he's like, you're like one of those girls too spoiled to care about anybody else. Which she kind of is. Yeah. And he's like basically nagging her into volunteering to make her feel guilty about her privilege. <laughs> Which like. I mean, it works. Yeah, it works. She's like, fine, I'll do it. Um, and Hunter is talking on a headset. Which is weird. Like on the phone? He's like talking on the phone, but he has like a full gaming headset on instead of like talking into a phone. I've never seen anyone do this. I've only seen my mom do that in like 2000. Exactly. Because she had one that connected to the landline. Exactly. <laughs> so before hands free. It's a real like business mom <laughs> in the like 90s it's or like, 2000s. It was like a Britney. I'm pretty sure I like would steal it and pretend to be like Britney Spears or something because I was eight. But yeah. Um, and he's super, super anxious about these computers. Yeah. Um, and then is this when Miles and Esme roll and up as- super high? Yeah, they're great high acting. They (laughs) show how annoying people that are really high when you're not high are. And uh, they are the worst. 
They're so annoying. They're so annoying. They're like, what are you doing? Oh, you want to travel to this gaming thing? You want to go to hotel rooms? Ooh. They're like teasing him about weird things. That like aren't relevant to yeah. like, what his problem is. And he's like, why don't you just ask dad for money? Um, But then I don't know. I don't remember what he says to give Hunter like an idea about cosplaying, but he does. And he's like, you're not totally useless. And I'm like, is he going to make this poor girl like cosplay for money? That What's was happening? What I was, I was like, about. what is going on? I was like, oh, this is taking a really dark turn. Yeah. I don't like this. And it ended up it ended being, up being fine. like fine and very like innocent, innocent extremely yeah. innocent. Um. But first, we're with Zoe, who's watching Gilmore Girls, and Tristan's, like, spoiling Gilmore Girls for Zoe. She, he's like, spoiler alert, Jess comes back and, like, kisses Rory or something like that. Yep. I'm like, oh, she's in the good season. She is. She's it, in the Jess season. What does it say about me that I was like, oh, I know exactly what episode <laughs> I used to watch so much Gilmore Girls. Um, Although, like, I rewatched it around the time of the, like, reboot new season whatever thing yeah and ever since then i have not wanted to watch gilmore girl i've only ever watched it one time all the way through excluding season seven fair which i've never watched it's not good and i've just i've gotten the cliff notes because i just hear it's not good and it's still like the same length as all the other seasons and everything i've heard about it is infuriating and i'm like i don't want to sit through all of that like i get it i'll fast forward to the end Sure, I think I'm prepared to watch this reboot. I think it's fine. Um, but... But, yeah, Tristan says that that's how he knows that Zoe is having problems with her mom. Because yeah. she watches Gilmore Girls when she's having problems with her mom. Because she thinks David Sutcliffe is her dad. Yeah. <laughs> because her mom was an extra on Gilmore Girls at one point. So that must mean that David Sutcliffe is her dad. Yeah. It's, it's a weird... It's a weird jump. Jump. I don't know if her mom has like perpetuated this lie in any way or she if says Zoe she's, like left hints about it. Okay. It's like it could have been anybody. It could have been Luke, girl. It Who knows? Have... Oh my god. Scott, what's his name? Scott Patterson? Yes. Yes. Also, like yeah, I guess the implication is that it's because it she watches it when she's mad at her mom. Because she thinks that David Sutcliffe might be her dad. But also, like, you think maybe it, would, it should just be, like, she's, par- like, doing, like, parallels between, like, their mother-daughter relationship yeah. and her mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. I think that that is a more interesting... Because David Sutcliffe also plays, like, an absent father yeah. on Gilmore Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Remember when he rode a motorcycle? Yeah. was cool. Yeah. Cool in quotes. Cool in quotes. I, like... I. I rewatched Gilmore Girls for like the millionth time, but I took like a long break in between. Like I, I watched it like in high school or college, maybe. No, I think I watched it in high, one of them. And then I watched <laughs> it again, like I think when we were working together. So like four or five years later, <laughs> and I realized that I was like, oh, everything has shifted because now I'm attracted to like Christopher <laughs> <laughs> instead of like Jess. Exactly, I'm like Jess looks like a youth. Actually, no, he's still... Although he was still, like, 25 on that show. He still looked 25 on that show, but I was like, oh, I like Chris. Okay, all right. (laughs) Things are different. Anyway, watching Gilmore Girls, um, 
And uh, yeah, Tristan thinks that uh, approaching David Sutcliffe is a bad idea because it's a bad idea. And then Grace like overhears the tail end of this because I because th- she tells Tristan about how her mom is like telling her to stay away from Grace. But Grace like walks by and is like uh, Tristan's like I'm not going to this. Bye. And then Grace is like When do we leave? And I'm like and she's like All right. Grace says I just wrote in my notes. Grace says she'll go with her to track down David Sutcliffe for a paternity test? Question mark. Question mark. Because it's very confusing. It's so fucking bananas that I'm just this whole time. I watched this at work, so I couldn't like yell at the TV and be like, "What is happening?" But that is what I was thinking. Me too. Um, but then we jump to Hunter and the gaming club, all dressed up in like like fantasy cosplay, like LARPing gear, basically. Pretty much, yeah. And they're making, like, a fundraising video for the Gamer Club in cosplay to, like, for people to, like, donate money to the club so they can buy computers. It's very innocent and kind of endearing. It's kind of sweet. But then the rest of the – so they finish, like, filming the video, and then the rest of the team are, like, second-guessing, and they're worried that they might be mocked for it. And Hunter's like, so what? The people who mock us aren't going to donate anyway. Like, let's get this out of here. It's fine. VJ is happy with it, though, because he looks great. So. Yeah. Yes. But then we cut to Tiny and Lola are, like, making out in the hallway, and Frankie and Shay walk by, and Shay's like, ugh, gross. Um, I'm dying. This is horrible. Um, but And then Frankie is talking about Jonah shaming her. Yeah, she asks uh, Shay if she's spoiled. Yeah. She's like, do you think I'm spoiled? And Shay's like, Shay isn't here right now. Please leave a message. <laughs> Which is, uh, yeah, fair. And then apparently Shay is like, or I don't remember if the invitation happens right now. But yeah, Lola, Lola comes over. Yeah. Lola comes over and she's like, so we need to do like a group hang with Tiny because he and I have been talking for two weeks and they're really emphasizing this talking. Thing. Yeah. He and I have been talking for two weeks and like, I don't want to be like, the the girl that like ditches her friends or whatever but it's like just but hang also, out with your friends on your own i'm not i was also i was just gonna say but also don't be the girl who like forces her friends to hang out with her and her boyfriend yeah <laughs> especially when you've only or not even your boyfriend like the guy you've been talking to for two weeks like that's yeah. we don't nobody needs to see that you're because you're gonna be gross and like flirty and like yeah and that's like and your friend just liked the same guy so yeah lo- this is like lola usually like is kind of dumb or clueless or whatever but this is like peak lola being clueless yeah this is like a different kind like this is a terrible usually, idea she's usually like at least emotionally intelligent yeah and in this she is just like and i think a part of it is like denial yeah like she's trying like to make trying to better. force it into like you don't like him anymore right so, so we're fine right just yeah Pretty denial much, yeah. But yeah, she's invited them, and Frankie's like, oh, I can't go. I have to do this volunteering thing. And Shay's like, no, you can't make me third wheel with this. This is going to be so uncomfortable. And Frankie's like, I cannot ditch this. Um, But then I think she does. She's like weakens her resolve because Shay's like, please, this is going to be the worst day of my life if you don't come. Um... But then we're with Hunter in the club, and apparently they've already raised a thousand dollars out of their three thousand dollar goal because of their video, which is very exciting. Very exciting. 
Um, but then Tristan comes by and he's like, did you hear the news? He's like, yeah, we want, we're already raising so much money. He's like, um, no, you've been called out for your, the misogyny of your game. So FYI, that's happening. Yeah. We're going to have a meeting. Um, but then, then we're with fucking Zoe and Grace who have somehow managed to go end up on the set that David Sutcliffe is at, which it's like, how do you even know that he is there? Maybe she still, it's cause she still has connections in like show business or something but they're looking for then they like get into his trailer and then they start looking for hair in his trailer to do a test and i'm also thinking there's no way david Sutcliffe would have a trailer that that is this large like i'm sorry i know you're canadian maybe you're like more famous in canada but i don't think david Sutcliffe is having this like huge ass luxury trailer i don't know i doubt it. that's just my opinion but like no shade like, to David Sutcliffe, but got like, on set. come on, it makes no sense. It they makes just no walk sense. Into his trailer, how do they know that he's not in his trailer? Yeah, why isn't his trailer locked? I don't know, but he walks in and catches them immediately, and he has a bowler hat on. Yeah. Also, Zoe, like when she's just walking around with Grace, is like clearly not ready for this. No, I don't know what uh, this is. So bizarre. Um, but then. Then we're at this meeting with the feminist club, and I'm like, why does Maya get to speak? She like just joined. Like yeah. you barely know what you're like what this is this this cause had already started before you. Why are you like one of the two representatives for this club? I truly also I don't know how to feel about any of this. Because normally well, first of all, I would like to see what this game looks like other than like the weird, like isolated things that they've been pulling. Yeah. Cause the whole thing is like I I'm obviously, like, major feminist, but, like, I think also you need to, like, take some perspective and look in, like, there's no nuance to this. They're, I yeah. Like they're not, they're coming in from a place that isn't informed about what they're talking about, just with, like, Goldie recommending they switch to Wii Bowling. It's yeah. Like pretty clear <laughs> that they aren't coming from, like, a place of understanding. No. And it's, like, just finding a thing to jump on. And I think that's why I'm, like, I I kind of agree with them, but I'd like more information. But mostly I'm finding them to be really annoying. I also think, like, this isn't something to take to, like, on a school, like, your just, like, your school level. Like, the game they're playing... Yes, exactly. ...is played by, like, schools in the entire district that they're competing against. Like, they're not the ones who chose the game. Yeah, they're kind of working with what they've been given yeah. because it's like Fortnite. It's like the fucking game that everybody is playing. And it's like, they like, I feel like this needs to go up higher. Yeah. Th- this needs to be like a school district thing rather than just a Degrassi thing. Exactly. I know Fully it's like, agree. think lo- like think global act local, but I don't think that don't mentality think that applies. applies here. Yeah. Also, I think the part of why I'm so like, on the fence about whatever the fuck is happening is that they're kind of like picking on the weaker kids yeah like they're lower they're like underclassmen they're all like bullied yeah pretty openly like i don't know there's something so, about it that just like didn't the feminism right. club is saying like the game you're playing is bad it normalizes violence against women it's triggering for people who are like you're like play it in a public place you say kind of misogynistic things when you're playing it yeah. i will say she she mentioned um 
the something that was said at the very very beginning of the episode which is well hike up your skirt and do it quick yeah but the girl said that the girl yeah. said it to hunter and it wasn't as in like a it was just like a it's like hike up your britches like yeah i mean yeah okay it's like, i don't it's not great it's but not great, but also as far as and just because a girl talk i've heard fucking worse yeah and just because a girl said it doesn't mean it's not like problematic i guess but like it's yeah. not that's like I don't, it's like, pick your battles, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like there's got to be bigger misogyny problems at Degrassi. Yeah, this just seems like a weird place to focus their energies. Yeah. And also, if, if the, I mean, like, again, we don't know what the full scope of the game is and, like, how women are portrayed or whatever i think hunter even says like they're not even people they're like monsters <laughs> monsters and, and aliens but it's like it's still like i don't know they're still like over sexualized like yeah. all fucking video game women characters are almost but yeah it's just like a weird place to focus their energy it's like they're like the bathroom thing that it affects the whole school absolutely this gamer club thing is such like a niche thing that it's like going to these gamey things to watch is voluntary. They don't have control over what game they can play. It's like, yes, they can like use different language when they're playing it. Yeah. And I think even like. And I think that's a compromise. And I think another compromise because they were talking about. It's like, well, it's in our face because it's on posters. It's like, well, if the like. If the, like, material on the poster is misogynistic or inappropriate in any way, change the material exactly, on the poster. Exactly, exactly. Because also, like, they're talking about, like, the outfits and everything, and we saw that one clip, but also we saw that girl's cosplay outfit. Like, it's not sex. There's not, like, sexiness happening everywhere no. in this game. I don't know. I, I don't know. Far it's... be it for me to fucking, like, endorse and or stand up for video games, but I just feel like we're not getting – we're. Maybe, like, we're not getting enough information yeah. about where they're coming from. Exactly. There's not enough information any, anywhere. Like, like, I don't know what the scope of this game is. I don't know if they know what the actual full scope of this game is. It like, seems like no one is informed, including us, too. Exactly. Like, I don't know. If it's, like, truly, like, like depicting, like, horrible violence against women, like, that's not a good thing, and we should change the game. But, again, that needs to be taken to a higher level like it's like these children don't have control over that i don't know also why doesn't this club have like a teacher representative isn't that required any, why don't any clubs have teacher wasn't that required when like rules changed at degrassi like they had to have a teacher with in a club or something maybe, maybe not under this administration with tristan as class president yeah. he's doing such a great job Who fuck knows i don't know um but then like goldie talks about things being triggering for like sexual assault survivors or something it's also the way that they're saying these lines are almost like mocking people who say stuff like this yeah. to the point where it's like really rubbing me the wrong yeah. way yeah and instead of being like no i'm like on your side i'm like i'm annoyed by the words you're saying to me yeah and they're words that i've used and believe in and mean and i'm like something about the way these lines are being read i think is also a part of it yeah i take a lot of issue with this mostly because they're trying to like cram something down our throats that is really like fucking topical and newsy and is like 
we're here, we're in the moment, you know? Yeah, and, like, this video game thing, I think, is too big to tackle in, like, a one-episode arc of Degrassi. Yes, because there's so many, like, the whole Gamergate thing was a fucking nightmare. There's so many valid concerns yeah. about video games and their relation to women specifically. But it's, like, also, I don't know. I don't know this I game. don't know if Degrassi... Made up, but I'm, like, get mad at, like... Grand Theft Auto, get mad at so many other things. Yeah, Degrassi doesn't have the nuance to cover this. And also, even if... I feel like they chose the wrong game to, like, yeah. hitch this wagon to. Yeah. Just like the writers did. Yeah. Like, this could have been... But I don't... It's like, you're on Netflix now. You could get a little edgier and have them play something like Grand Theft Auto. And, like, they could... Like, I don't know. I know it's still marketed towards children, but it's like... I don't... Like, I don't know. It could have been... It could have, I feel like the game choice is misguided in like the writing of this arc. Yeah. But I don't know. But also, like, if you want to make a change about this game specifically, you're right. Like, doing it at like one specific school is really all you're doing is like hurting these four kids who don't really have anything else. Yeah. And it's and like, I think that's, a and part it's of also like game. not even really solving the heart of the problem, exactly. which is that. Video games have a history of, like, normalizing violence against women. Yes, that is completely true. And getting it out of our school is, like, it's, like, yeah, that's fine. But it's, like, it's still everywhere else. Yeah. It's still all, it's, like, the way to make a change is to, like, try to get this type of ban or this change and state it at a higher level so it, like, kind of changes the tides and it's like just get just like eradicating it at this one little school i don't think it's that's like your reach isn't going anywhere yeah i don't this know it's like it's something that you want to tackle you have to do it at a bigger level like and not even like i mean yeah doing it in like the whole district or like making it like like do something like at the actual like game yeah at the game level like yeah like get do like something that's within reach i'm not saying like convince this like multi-billion dollar company to like get rid of something that makes a bunch of yeah. money but get them to change their rating yeah to like mature so that schools can't participate exactly anymore. like something like, like that. there are better options like they're not doing this smart like, yeah you know but <laughs> speaking of triggering then hunter like Oh, he gets Islamophobic and it's really... Oh, upsetting. it's really not great. So he says, triggering? Then let's be in anything that triggers fear, like blonde hair, which triggers my fear of populars mocking me for whatever fashion faux pas I've made. And then he gets really racist about Goldie's um, headscarf and is like, yeah, he gets real Islamophobic and talks about how that is triggering for him and because he's trying to make a point, but it goes really, really bad. It's not good. It's not good. Um, it's not good. <laughs> it's really bad. Now we're back with David Sutcliffe for some reason. <laughs> Who's like, ah, ever since Gilmore Girls went up on Netflix, now I'm getting stalked by all these people watching the show now. And I'm like, okay, sure. How sure. many people are sure you are David, David Sutcliffe. Sutcliffe. I'm sure you're the one all these kids are seeking out. You, David Sutcliffe. Not like Milo Ventimiglio. Milo Ventimiglio, end of list. <laughs> no one's stalking Dean. He's beautiful, though. He's beautiful, he's and so I think beautiful. he's... I'm sure he's better on uh, Supernatural. Is that show still on? I don't know. I don't I watched, know. I watched, embarrassingly, like, four more seasons than I needed to. I watched, like, two... I took three seasons of that show. I think I watched... But then I was just like, 
there's still a billion seasons of this left, and I'm I don't know if I can do it. It's so much. It also takes weird turns. I think I watched like ten seasons of it. Wow. I, wa- I got really deep into it, and then I was like, this stopped being the show that I liked like four seasons ago. Yeah, that show was on forever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's still on. He's better on it. He he's yeah. He's a decent actor, but mostly he's just very pretty. And the other guy on that show's name is Dean too. Yep. Just super weird. Uh, um, what's his name? Not Jared Padalecki. What's the other guy? I don't know. And matter. Jensen. Jensen Ackles. Ackles. He was in this movie. Um, He's married to Danielle, whatever the fuck. She was on One Tree Hill for a yeah, second. Yeah. Yeah. He was in this movie. They're such a CW couple. They really are. CWWB. Like, I went through a phase where I watched, like, like they were. They weren't, like, really indie by choice. They were indie just in the fact of, like, budget alone. Like, indie romantic comedies that were, like, kind of, like, no one had heard of. And he was in one of those. And he played, like, this guy with this, like, crazy blue mohawk and stuff. And it was, like, very off-brand. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. It was a time. I don't know. But Dean was so shitty that I'm, like, after watching Gilmore Girls, I'm, like, I don't want to stalk you. You're annoying. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> And like, God, he was terrible. Logan was hotter, but also I'm terrible. like, eh. <laughs> and he like played exclusively like dirt bags for a while. Yeah, he was like he was Tucker Max in the I hope they serve beer in hell movie. They made a movie. Wow, of that. I did not know that that existed. Yeah, speaking of misogyny. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> so on brand. <laughs> yeah, he's really pretty though. But it, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. He's in The Resident now, I think. It's another one of those. No idea. It's like a hospital show. He was in like, wasn't he in like The Good Wife or something like that too? Probably. Or The Good Fight. He was in one of those good somethings. The good somebodies. <laughs> I don't know. I I haven't I haven't watched him in literally anything other than Gilmore Girls, so yeah. I don't know. He's he's very much my type at the time when Peter on Degrassi was very much my type. Ah, yeah, when that I makes was sense. Like, oh, that's a blonde, hand, that's a handsome, shitty blonde, blonde rich guy. Yeah, <laughs> shitty blonde, handsome rich guy, which doesn't make any sense for me at all. But I was all, all the fuck about it. Yeah. Oh, that's also why I was. I think also when Chad Michael Murray was on Gilmore Girls for like five seconds, oh, yeah, I was, was like, Tristan. I don't mind this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm okay with that. another Tristan. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Let's recycle all the names. Please. Um, wow. Also part of the WBCW family. Yeah. Because then he went on One Tree Hill. Oh, my goodness. You know what I just realized? Mm. We have never met Tristan's family. We don't know anything about Tristan's home life. That is very true. That's that so weird? bizarre. That's weird. We've never seen him at home. No. We've never seen, like, his mom. The only time we've seen him at home is when he was doing the vlogs, but he was just in a backyard. Right. Oh, my we God. a little bit about his parents, that they knew he was gay before he did, and they yeah. were very supportive. And we I learned that, that today I love in this episode. For, I love that for him. Yeah. But also, like, why don't we know anything about his life? I don't know. He's a very main character. He's a main character, and I feel like by not giving him a backstory, they're making him, like, the accessory to Maya or Zoe. Yeah. I don't like Which that. is, like, part of his character that he, like, ha- is insecure about being, like, the side friend who's always like the supporting person but is never the one being supported yeah and it's like come on Degrassi you're playing into this truly that's so bizarre Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, so David Sutcliffe <laughs> is like, I'm not your dad. I never slept with an extra. Yeah. I sleep with the people that I work with. Yeah. Can confirm. I will drop any charges. Please leave. <laughs> and, and and then Zoe, like, after Grace leaves, Zoe, like, confides in him about, you know, she's like, I was, ho- she's like, I'm sorry to bother you. I was, like, hoping that you were my dad because my mom, like, doesn't like that I'm gay and I'm scared and I, like, I don't know what to do and I was hoping that if you were my dad, I, you would be okay with it and I could come live with you instead. Yeah, and he was like, and he tells her that she cannot move in with him, <laughs> but also to stop caring about what her mom says. Yeah, he says, I know this, then he gets a little meta on us and was like, I know this sounds like it's right out of a, like, after school special or teen drama or something, but it's your life, not hers, and you can only make yourself happy, which is very good advice from David Sutcliffe. And then he's like, now please leave. Yeah. <laughs> before I, I have you escorted off of the premises i did enjoy the comedic bits of okay now get out of my yeah trailer. like please get out of my life stranger and she's like can i call you sometime and he's like no absolutely not <laughs> um and then we're at this weird outing with frankie and shay tiny and lola ice cream date i've ever seen yeah lola doesn't know the difference between pralines and cream and cookies and cream or the people who gave her the ice cream no i don't know it's a whole thing and then what is pralines and cream. What are pralines? They're like a candied nut. It's a great. very sweet ice cream. Ah. Very, very sweet. It's like Got almost it. butterscotchy uh, with yeah. like pralines in them. Got it. Um, we used to have them at the ice creams place that I worked at in college. And it was very sweet and very good, but too much of it is like too much. Um it's like a grandpa ice cream. Mm-hmm. Like, I would only ever, like, serve it for, like, older people when they came into the store. Um, anywho. Then, like, Lola and Tiny go to, like, get her correct ice cream. And then Shay's like, this is horrible. Can I leave? Whatever. And Frankie's like, you're not allowed to be mad about this anymore. Like, you said no to him. And Shay's like, oh, yes, yeah, as a person who's been, like, like, sobbing over Winston this whole time or something. I don't know. It's like a whole thing although i feel like that doesn't really match up because like frankie did not break up with winston yeah she emotionally cheated on him a bunch though so that's also not great yeah but she can still be sad about it because she did lose a relationship yeah it's definitely different it's it's, i understand that shay can still be sad about this but it's also like but also, she did give her blessing. I, like, I so understand where Shay is coming yeah. from. And I, um, but that's also, like, and I also get Lola because she liked him this whole time. And she didn't want to, like, step on any toes. It's an awkward situation. It's, bad. it's, it's awkward rough. and weird for everybody. And everybody's feelings are valid. <laughs> yeah. There was definitely, this is But I feel like Shay might. I'm, like, none of my adult friends and I have the same taste in men. There's never any overlap. And it's a thing of beauty. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I also feel, I mean, this is probably because they're in high school, but I'm like, I feel like Shay could reasonably say to Lola, hey, I still feel weird hanging out with you and Tiny because I didn't really, I didn't tell Tiny no because I stopped liking him. It was like, she can even blame it on her parents. She's like, there are lots of, I don't know. She, I feel like it would make every, it would make her feel better to be like, hey, I need some more time. Yeah. I can't hang out with you all like right away. Yeah. Like I, like I, like you're totally in the, 
like you're okay dating him like I said no I get that but it's still hard for me and I'm gonna need some time to get used to this and I don't know if I can jump feet first into this like friends fest yeah but we're like 15 and nobody knows how to articulate that yet so that's just like what I want to happen I'm with you but But, like I I think me at 15 would never oh no nobody would yeah like it's fine yeah and like get drunk and cry somewhere exactly Except I wouldn't have gotten drunk because I barely knew what that was. <laughs> I didn't know people did that. Yeah. I was like, we're not 21. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. I was scandalized when I found out that, like, some people I knew, like, had sex. Like, who, like when they were sophomores and I was a freshman, I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> They're doing that? Oh, my God. Yeah. I love baby Holland. <laughs> well, I also heard that they did that like on a playground after a school dance. So oh. that was also part of okay. like the scandalized. No, no, I'm scandalized but, by that. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, but still, it was like all lumped into the like, oh my God, we're not old enough to do that yet. <laughs> Which like probably not. But you're like 15. That seems very young. But I don't know. <laughs> That's just baby Holland. <laughs> I get it. Um... um then Frankie shows up two hours late to uh oh no wait no, first Hunter. Hunter destroys some keyboards Hunter melts down yeah really. he like yeah because the meeting did not go well obviously mm-hmm. and he's in the computer lab like throwing keyboards on the ground and destroying them and then his friend I can't remember this girl's name Gail, I'm sorry I think. oh yeah 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 she comes in and I'm like and is witnessing his breakdown she's like stop fucking smashing things let's figure out a plan b you said some really stupid things but you're still my friend and i'm here for you let's like figure out a way out of this mess basically and i'm like okay this guy i'm like hunter's still like a little unhinged and i am worried for his mental well-being as i am for all hollingsworths because really of their am. entire situation every hollingsworth is like a little bit of a they're mess. all unstable <laughs> Yeah. And um, they all need to be in therapy, and yeah. they are not because their parents are crazy. Oh, God. They do not have the support system that they need at home. Nope. They have bad example at home. Yep. They need help, oh. and I am worried. Um, it's, it's especially really like bad. Hunter is like fucking. He's kind of. I don't know. I'm I'm concerned. I'm concerned I'm about Hunter. I'm, I'm genuinely in the order of how concerned I am about which Hollingsworth it goes. Miles, Hunter, Frank. Yes, exactly. But the, yeah, they are all concerning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, the they're getting. Thing is also could just be like he. It could be a part of like that young teenage boy overly aggressive puberty definitely thing. That he will ideally grow out of. I think it's that because mixed I with several men that used to be that. And oh now, yeah, like like normal. So humans. much rage because they don't know how to like express their feelings. Yeah. Especially if you play video games, because that can also be a huge stressor because yeah. like they get so frustrated. Like I remember my brother when he he would used to like he used to get so angry when he got like stuck at a part on a video game oh yeah and he would just like scream and like throw it like he would just get so fucking frustrated where it's like just stop playing the game if it's gonna like stress like take a minute like oh my god yeah i like i can't i can't hang with people that like 
or like controller throwing. Like, yeah, it was definitely time. yeah. I mean, when he was like thirteen, well, but yeah, it's like exactly. So yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, exactly, is only fifteen. Yeah, you know, and he like and he, and he has a stressful seems home like life. The youngest, even though he's a twin. I was going to say he feels more like middle child to me mm-hmm. because and like I don't know if that's actually like true like I don't know who's older of Frankie and Hunter but it's like Miles is the oldest Frankie's the only girl and then there's Hunter yeah so he like no matter how old he is in comparison he feels like he has that middle child syndrome where he like is the one that maybe gets left behind or overlooked or has or like he's the one who's also always like bottling things up trying to keep things together, trying to be the mediator type of role. And, like, bottling all that up is also not help. Like, he seems like a top ready to fucking burst for, like, all of those reasons. And, yeah, and also just, like, he's, like, an an angsty teenage boy. So, on top of all of that. I think, like, yeah, I think, first of all, I think that every – teenagers should be in therapy at all times there's just way too much going on there but I, just I, so many hormones I just, like, my my stance on hunter is that he should definitely be in therapy because that whole family fucking mess mm-hmm. but also i think like i just because i've seen this before like in my brother and in like other people that i've known like growing up or people that i know now it's like the whole aggressive like younger end of the teenage boy thing yeah it's like what the fuck is wrong with you and it's like oh no your like hormones are a mess and you're furious and your you don't hormones know what to do. are a mess and you've never been to- taught how to like express your feelings in a healthy way or to even talk about them exactly. because of our patriarchal society exactly. so um yeah yeah so anyway man. frankie shows up two hours late to this volunteering thing and it turns out she's ruined the whole thing because earlier she had promised to bring tennis balls for something but she and didn't Jonah come. Was reasonably pissed off. Yeah, he's like, you derailed the entire thing by not showing up because you. We were counting on you to bring these tennis balls, but we so we had to pivot and play capture the flag for the millionth time, and everyone was really bummed out. And Frankie's like, I can do better, I promise. And he's like, you'd have pro- shown me no evidence that that is true in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. He, he rightfully calls her out, and he says, I think you're just addicted to the drama of being miserable. Yeah, which I think is fair. Yeah, and also, like... And astute these, observation. And also, like, these people were relying on her. She, it's not that she made a commitment just to, like, show up and kind of help out. Yeah. It's, she was, like, she was bringing a required material yeah. and then arrived two hours late. Yeah. It wasn't great. Um, But then... Oh my god, my cats, cats are, are like fucking nuts skittering all over the place. Um, but then we're with Grace and Zoe after all of this nonsense. And Zoe's like, I just don't have anybody now that I found out that David Sutcliffe isn't my dad. And Grace is like, you have me, dummy. It's fine. And then they kiss. And yeah, then they, they still like don't say anything about it afterwards. And it's still confusing about what it. is happening with them. I don't care. I love but it. But I'm here for the kiss. I love it. Zoe kisses her again. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Oh, I'm so happy. But then Frankie comes home and finds Winston, like, sleeping on a pool chair because he's been waiting for miles. He's like, I thought in vain that he might show up so we could do this project, but he did not show up. And Frankie says, yeah, I think he's on drugs. Yeah. 
And yes, he is. they're both very worried about Miles. And Frankie's also like just so lost and she's talking to him and she's like, I'm so confused. I don't know who to be anymore. Last year was so much easier and now everything is different. And I just wish we could go back. And Winston's like, yeah, so do I, but we can't. And like walks away, basically. It's a Pretty very much. like sad conversation that they sad. have. It's like they're just like reflecting on like how things have changed and then they can't go back and it's very sad it's a very mature high school break yeah honestly i mean it's like they've kind of been forced to like make it a little more mature because he's friends with miles and they both like can like come together in their worry for him i guess it's yeah it's very strange um but then we're with hunter and goldie and it's tristan or yeah, is it Mr. Trist- Simpson? It's Tristan. It's just Tristan. And this conversation is going absolutely nowhere. Yeah. This is when Goldie suggests that they switch to Wee Bowling. It's, no. Hunter's apologizing to Goldie and is, like, offering alternatives and offering compromises. And is, like, I can't remember everything that he says, but he he's, like. That, well, he said that they'd remove the headsets, which yeah. is, like, that's, like, actually a pretty, I mean, based on my past several years of watching video game playing especially a game like this which is like collaborative yeah that's a huge fucking compromise because that like impacts your gameplay yeah you can't communicate with each other but you're working as a team and you're agreeing to just not talk to each other at all but i mean they're all in the same room so it's like why do they need a headset anyway (laughs) you just don't hear the other team i guess i don't know um but I think they're like, or you can't yeah. talk to the other team. Yeah. I have no idea. But yeah, he says like we won't use headsets, so maybe that'll like. I don't think you can talk to the other team anyway. The headsets are to oh. talk to each other in case. Well, then the room I have no loud. idea why they even need them in the first place if they're yeah. all in the same room. That's true. That's point. <laughs> um, but I don't know. He offers some things, and he's like, I think this is when he's like, we can't choose the game. Like this is what everyone play. Like this is what we have to play to compete against people. I don't have control over that. And they're like, well, the PTA already asked for the club to be shut down because they heard about the meeting, which is like, yeah, the meeting was not good. That was not a good look in the meeting, no. Hunter. I don't really know if there's any coming back from that. And he's like, okay, well, don't punish the rest of the team. But they're like, it's over now. It's like, no, sorry, no, no, no. It's very rigid. And yeah. I don't think that that's. I don't know. I like. I feel bad for these kids as much as I'm like. I don't really give a shit about video games or whatever. I'm like. I feel like. It's like this was an activity that they fought to have in the first place, and then they just like get it ripped away for like weird. Yeah, it's they're picking on the weaker kid. And yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it either. Anyway, especially like in the name of something that I actually fucking care about. <laughs> I know it. it's so. It's like weapon. Yeah, I it's. Like, don't it's gross. Yeah. The. But so Hunter's all bummed and the team is like, hey, man, you still fought for us. Like, we're just happy that you tried. And he's like, all right, well, now the next thing that we're going to do is avenge. And I'm like, oh, God, what is that going to be? I don't know, but I hate it already. (laughs) I'm like, this doesn't sound like it's going to go into a healthy place. No. This This seems like it's going to just make things worse. This is when it goes into Gamergate status. Yeah, I'm not excited. Which I'm not excited about I'm not excited, but that's the end of the episode. Spirit Squad Captain. Mm. grace for being a good friend and going on this fucking crazy insane plot to find david sutcliffe of zoe i don't know i guess david sutcliffe for giving zoe some good advice 
<laughs> Zoe for choosing to follow her heart, even though her mom is not going yeah. to approve. There you go. Ship is obviously obviously Grace and Grace Zoe. And Zoe. We're not stupid. They're gonna be the ship forever, probably. Almost certainly. So yeah. Okay. Great. Fine. All right. Apparently, we got a lot of stuff on Twitter. We got some tweets, y'all. We got some some tweets that are relevant and tweets that are games. Perfect. Um, so first, so we have two tweets that are specific to this episode. Um, Callie tweeted us and said. So I read that the reason that they tackled Gamergate was because Andre Kim, who plays Winston, was involved with similar behavior. I have not read this Huffington Post Canada article, but it says Degrassi star apologizes after vulgar online history surfaces. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I'm not going to read it because I still want to be able to watch Winston, Winston because I have to. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't let that color my opinion because this is, uh, I, I, I must. Watch. Yeah. So, you know. And then um, Kaylee wrote to us, interesting information about their life um and they say i know the esports storyline is kind of boring and silly but it has become important to me because i'm part of my university's esports club which is like making history i don't know random tidbit for my life that is very cool cool. congratulations um and then we got two fuck mary kills yay okay are you ready yes fuck mary kill darcy's big green bag oh no wait where is it from there's a Oh, no idea. Point zero, which okay, I'm not familiar no with. But it looked like the Von Dutch logo, but it's, it's not. It's a little bit. <laughs> Her giant green bag. Giant yes. green bag. Allie's family bag. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Paige's clear purse. Oh, like the makeup box. Oh, I love those. I had one of those. I mean, everybody did, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to marry the clear, Same. The clear purse. Same. I will fuck the family bag and get rid of the big green bag because look at that the green i know i want to kill the green bag but now i'm like maybe i'll marry the family bag because it's like it's the family bag like you gotta keep it in the family and then i'll fuck the clear because that's a fad it was like a trend yeah, we're not still like, doing that, but like I want to bring it back now. Though. I get, yeah, I think I'm gonna marry the family bag, fuck the clear makeup box purse thing, and definitely kill Darcy's great bag. That's an excellent choice. <laughs> All right, another fuck Mary kill. The dot, the ravine, the boiler room. This is easy. Yeah, marry the dot, fuck the ravine, kill the boiler room. One thousand. Like <laughs> marry the dot because obviously fuck the ravine because that's where all the fucking happens. Kill that boiler room and it's cursed. It is deeply <laughs> cursed. Everyone that makes out there is a mess. Or almost dies of like a gas leak. Yes. Or makes out <laughs> while dying of a gas yeah. leak. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, is messy while they do it. Seriously. Yeah. You guys, those are some good ones. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, that is all that we have for the Grapevine segment. If you would like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can send us an email at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. Or you can follow my weird stock photography account, y.stock. Cool. I am going to recommend um, the new docuseries on Prime, I believe, called Ted Bundy, 
Falling for a Killer. I have you watched watch it yet? I saw that you watched it. No, because I share a television, so I have to like do coercion. It is amazing because it's mostly told from the perspective of like his longtime girlfriend. Yeah, that that's the one who did you watch the? Yeah, I, I didn't watch that movie, but I know it's like it's the her, one that yeah. that movie is about, and it's like her and her daughter mostly like they're like speaking about their experiences and it's also told from the perspective of like his victims who have lived slash the women who were friends with the his victims who did not and like them telling their perspective yeah so it's totally in like the victims and the victims family and friends perspective and of like how from like their lens and it's also telling it from like the perspective of like looking at what the time was like and the women's movement that was happening and how maybe that is part of what maybe could have contributed because times were changing and men who were so used to like a certain way of living like their expectations and their lives were being like kind of upended in terms of like their relationship with women it's super interesting it's like five episodes i watched it basically in one day it's highly recommend it's like and i i'm before i watched it like i was so burnt out on ted bundy things because it was always like so much about him and like sensationalizing like the serial killer yeah like i couldn't watch that ted bundy tapes thing on netflix because it was just like it was it was was, i'm like i can't do this like i don't care about him but this if you've watched also if you i know you haven't because you probably shouldn't watch it but if you've watched the keepers it was kind of framed similarly where it's like like from the victim's perspective and it like really you get to know the women who were affected by him where it's like otherwise like i couldn't have told you like the names or like the stories behind the people who he killed but now after watching this like you learn so much about all these women who were leading like amazing lives and like they were going places because they were mostly on college campuses and like they were able to like forge a life for themselves that was taken for them by by this monster person so i reckon if you're into true crime i recommend it i'm gonna have to watch it (laughs) yeah i'm gonna go in a totally different direction i'll i'll recommend my serial killer thing another time (laughs) since we're doing like a nerdy episode i will recommend a nerdy thing i have been reading this very long comic book it's like 250 pages i don't know if i've recommended this yet it's called monstrous i don't know if you have it's very good it's like really beautifully illustrated um it has like this female protagonist and it's it's like i keep i've not finished with it yet i'm like halfway through because it's very long but well comic book long but it's it's really fucking good it's like the it there's magic and like uprising and talking cats and it's just a really fun time cool yeah all right well that is all that we have for you guys today thank you as always to jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening goodbye panthers bye panthers